I'm Kevin Hurton, in from Alika Bilal, and this is The Take. We are coming to you on Saturday and Sunday to bring you the latest updates as Israel's ground invasion of Gaza evolves. Today is Sunday, November 5th. As we record this, it's 12 noon GMT. That's 3 p.m. in Gaza and 7 a.m. in Washington, D.C. Palestinians in Gaza spent the night searching through the rubble of apartment buildings for survivors after Israel struck two refugee camps in Gaza on Saturday. Israeli airstrikes continue to pound uh, the Gaza Strip, uh, particularly uh, locations in the southern part of Gaza. That's Al Jazeera's Hani Mahmoud reporting from Khan Yunus in the southern Gaza Strip. Areas that were designated by the Israeli military as safe area, uh, areas for Palestinians to evacuate from the northern part of Gaza to, to for people to only find themselves under heavy bombardment and unpredictable bombs and rockets falling uh, on them. Just the last hours, uh, late of, uh, of late, late hours of last night, Al Maghazi refugee camp. Uh, another densely populated refugee camp has been a site of major airstrikes uh, destroying multiple residential uh, buildings. As people and rescue crew on the ground been able to remove uh, some uh, bodies from under the rubble, the number has reached to uh, 47, according to a statement made by the Ministry of Health. There seems to be a systematic ongoing attacks, intentional attacks uh, on refugee camps just to increase the loss of human, of human cost uh, of Palestinians uh, living in, in the Gaza Strip. As of Sunday morning, the Israeli military has killed 9,500 Palestinians since October 7th. It once again told residents of Gaza to move from the northern part of the enclave to the south, where the bombardment has been less severe. But Hani said that few people believe the roads are safe, and it was unclear whether roads were even passable because of the damage. Part of this road uh, stretched as, as long as two kilometers that people need to walk. In the occupied West Bank, Israeli raids continued, killing at least three Palestinians overnight. Al Jazeera correspondent Mohammed Jamjoun was in Ramallah on Sunday, where U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken met with Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas. Obviously, the main topic of conversation is going to be the ongoing war on Gaza, the continued bombardment. You have Blinken, who is traveling here after his meeting with Arab leaders in Amman yesterday. Of course, Blinken facing increased criticism from Arab leaders uh, to try to do something to stop the onslaught and the killing of innocent civilians that's been going on in Gaza. Despite pressure from Abbas and other Arab leaders, the U.S. is still unwilling to call for a ceasefire. Blinken was also expected to discuss the violence taking place in the occupied West Bank. This is, we should mention, the deadliest year for Palestinians in the occupied West Bank since those records started being taken by the UN in, I believe it was 2005. So far, um, there have been more than 150 Palestinian killed in the occupied West Bank just since October 7th. Free, free Palestine!
Arab leaders weren't the only ones putting pressure on the U.S. to call for a ceasefire on Saturday. If you're a human, you should care. This is a genocide that needs to end. Enough is enough. It can't go on. Those were two of tens of thousands of people who took to the streets on Saturday in Washington, D.C. Al Jazeera's Heidi Jo Castro was there. The protesters' demands were threefold. A ceasefire, an end to the siege on Gaza, and an end to U.S. military funding for Israel. A cross-section of Americans came. Many were Arab, and many were not. It was likely the largest demonstration in support of Palestinians in U.S. history. Recent major polls found more than 70 percent of Americans now back U.S. humanitarian aid to Gaza, and more than 60 percent think the U.S. should call for a ceasefire. Finally, thousands of Israelis also protested on Saturday in Tel Aviv, asking their government to bring home Israelis taken captive by Hamas nearly one month ago. Many also called on Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to resign. I'm here tonight, together with my friends from Women Wage Peace, to ask for the immediate release of all the abductees from the hands of the Hamas. That's what I'm calling the government. Initially, Israel said Hamas had taken more than 200 Israelis and foreign nationals in Israel captive. Hamas has said dozens of those hostages have been killed by Israeli bombardment. And that's the take for Sunday, November 5th. Please join us again tomorrow. This episode was produced and mixed by David Enders, with me, Kevin Hurton, in for Malika Bilal, with Sonia Bagat, Amy Walters, Khalid Sultan, Sari Al-Khalili, Miranda Lynn, Ashish Malhotra, Faranisa Kampana, Zaina Bader, and Chloe K. Lee. Alex Roldan is our sound designer. Alexandra Locke is The Take's executive producer. And Ney Alvarez is Al Jazeera's head of audio.